are now listening to the Poor Horseman podcast, where pouring up is a lifestyle. Follow us on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Twitter at The Poor Horseman, and connect with us by email at thepoorhorseman at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It's crazy how uh, it's like it's Houston weather is back hot as shit. Like, I don't know, I was walking to my car. I sweat easy. <laughs> Straight up. Sweat like a motherfucker. Get that for my dad. Yeah, okay. My okay. dad sweat a lot. And then we got thick hair for my mama, so it's a it's a bad combination. I, I always <laughs> wanted to tell y'all I envy y'all hair. Especially UK. Me? Your shit curly and shit. <laughs> shit fuck with me, man. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> That's why I look at you sideways sometimes. <laughs> I got origin Negro hair. Like he got the Indian. My mama half Indian. Right. Well, like she got some Indian in my, her. My grandma. Well, my is, grandma's half is Indian and her dad black. Right. So okay. he got he got more of that gene. Got you. With his hair, like right. my shit is like. But he got my got dad it. muscles, so you know, <laughs> hey, it can't win it all. It all. Out. I got to work for mom, like Carmelo for real. If right. I work right. Out, it's a wrap. Both y'all got decent height too. So, so my my brother under me got my dad's height. He's six three. I get my mom height. I'm five three. So. <laughs> nah, but I got game. Though. I got a little game dude. on me, so I'm good. I'm I good. seen your little championship run. When? What? No, oh, what, what you post? Man, I've been sucking, bro. I've been sucking, bro. So what's what's the league? What's the- uh, me and Casey playing a, a men's league on a Tuesday, um, in Bel Air. It's a good league, man. Casey been trying to pick me up for like three weeks now, bro. <laughs> Like I've been he out of there, bro. First two threes last yeah, game. Yeah, I did. Just, bro, I've been out of there. We lost that oh, like mind. Pick, pick up your confidence. Yeah, pick oh, up. Because like, it's well, like I, I, I hurt my ankle. Yeah, look, I, I hurt my ankle in July. Then I my birthday came, so I'm eating good. I'm just living life. I ain't think about basketball. Then we usually go hoop at uh at St. Thomas. We wasn't hooping. I just kept I, no basketball. You know, basketball mm-hmm. is it. You gotta keep it going, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. You gotta lose. Rhythm. You get yeah, I yeah, seen man. me play. <laughs> only, only, only muscle memory I got is defense. Now nah, what time warm you up shot to a, my shot? Yeah, you, you, when you I shot a three, Jason, you hit the backboard so hard, cause <laughs> <laughs> that was a pass. Yeah, I got you. I got you. But uh, yeah, your I see pass being rescinded. <laughs> Why you don't wear no braces or nothing if your ankle be? Man, I do sometimes, but mm-hmm. it, it ain't. I, I I can't play with restrictions too much. I feel you, I mean, the I niggas gotta recognize they hold you, hold you down like a little bit. Huh? Yeah, yeah, bro. Because the niggas Zaza Pachulia, me too, they sure did, man. Slid his foot up under me on a jump shot, and I don't even shoot that much. Yeah, man, my ankle turned. That stuff hurt. Yeah, it's bro. Starting to feel a little better, but shit. They want me to be the number one perimeter defender, and then we playing against this nigga that's going to be Casey, an absolute Casey, Casey been locked down. Hey, but let me tell y'all something real quick. Me and Mike had one of the most epic showdowns oh, over at TSU. Yeah, yeah, that boy baller, man. Uh, uh-huh. We was in the Burger King, used to have a, a three-on-three tournament. I was here. in that tournament. Oh, you was at TSU? No, it was at uh, uh McGregor it, it Park. Traveled. McGregor Park. Okay, so so we played at the one at TSU for the championship. It was an epic game, epic proportion, bro. Mm. Seriously, seriously, seriously. What do you, who he play like? Who are your poor man's who? Oh, <laughs> poor man's. I don't know, Mike. From you what tell he him, look, tell from him. what I see, he he looked like he'll play like a Brandon Roy. 
Hey, that's a how you, that's a good ass. That's hey, just, he, he a killer like that. But though. I could jump. Yeah, yeah he I could can, jump. And I, I was just coming. He, he not just swollen up, yeah. but you could tell like yeah. some people got like a, a spelt yeah, game with their body type. And he got that shot. You see, JC, you could tell he played like a physical, nigga, physical <laughs> as shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's Long, good. That's good. You see, he a slasher. <laughs> <laughs> then you, you just get buckets, <laughs> and then I'm Draymond. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, that's that's a good one right there, bro. But nah, nah, Mike got Mike got a mean game. But hold man, up, bro. man, this episode sixty two. This is oh, yeah, long. Am Telemundo. I right? Telemundo. 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 So if you ain't have cable, if you ain't have cable, Telemundo. Telemundo. I used to. I ain't gonna Louise show. I used to sneak and watch Telemundo because the Mexican ladies were so fine. Jose Louise show. That's like the Mexican Jerry Springer. I'm like, yo, these women fine over here. What the fuck? Yeah. Scooter, yeah. introduce your man. We got a guest on the pod today. Man, this is my brother, man. I've been been knowing him since about 2004. Went to Texas Southern University together, man, and uh, we just vibed. Uh, Damn. He seen a, um, I seen him on the yard with a bubble jacket, Averix. I said, hold on, man. This man is kind of fly. You know, I'm into clothes. Yeah. I had to step to him and be like, yo, where you get there from? He's like, I'm from Chicago. I said, okay, I used to it makes sense. On my East Bay. It makes sense, bro. <laughs> 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 I used to have him on the East Bay. I used to circle him. Yeah. Yeah. I was a sophomore in high school in 2004. Okay. Yo, man. So, yo, this is my boy Mike from Chicago, man. That's what's up. Yeah. You know, Joliet? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, I got. I had cousins that lived out there. Okay. Yeah, we used to go up there and visit all the time. It's like by what forty minutes out from Chicago. Forty minutes. Yep. Mm -hmm. We uh, yeah, we so Midwest. We got family in Detroit, and like he just said, we had family in in Joliet. So you know, Detroit. That's like kind of right there. It's close. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. So we used to go to Detroit for a summer, and then like go to Joliet. Like the other half of the summer and just kind of be out there, but so oh yeah, I used to spend y'all summers out there. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, like the whole Chirac thing that they got going, like what is it, like 2010 to 2012, something like that, where when it where where it kind of got uh, notarized. Would you say? I don't know. As far as music, as far, no, as far no, like the the murders and stuff. Oh, that's what y'all heard. When it went global with it. Like yeah. when I heard about it, I was like, "Man, it made me go back to those summer days when we used to be out there because they Jolly was wild. used to be rough too." That's yeah. what I said, but yeah. just that whole yeah. that whole little the Chicago and Jolly, like so we seen it firsthand. And we was like, "Man, those niggas wild." So when we heard about all the stuff that was going on in Chicago with the gangs and stuff, we was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." When yeah. not my bad cutting you off, but before that, uh, we went up there because my cousin was killed. In Joliet, yeah. and uh, they had this funeral in Chicago, and then uh, I had my hat. You know, I had my hat to the side. I know what this story. My bro. cousin was like, "Hey, <laughs> we was at Nike Town in downtown Chicago." He said, "Man, fix your hat yeah. immediately." And I was like, "What?" He was like, "Bro, fix your hat immediately, or we gonna have a part two. I yeah. said, "God damn." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No hesitation. Nigga grabbed my neck and flipped my hat the other way. <laughs> I ain't know what he was. So I had like an Atlanta Braves hat on. So he what's that it. about though, Mike? Because uh, I learned I learned about that early. I'm gonna say like '99. I went uh, AAU. I was like in the eighth or ninth, tenth grade, one of those. And uh, it was like before y'all get off this bus, make sure y'all hats on front. We like yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. So what's that about, Mike? So you got the you got the brothers and you got the folks. So the brothers running the five point star. 
Mm. That's the the Vice Lords, the Blackstones, um, MCs, and MCs Mickey Cobras, and yeah. these were gangs that was formed. We're talking about in the '60s. Yeah, they was on right. Good Times. I remember yeah, on Good so Times. They used to talk with JJ. L.A. <laughs> uh huh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, you had Jesse Jackson's brother <laughs> went to L.A. to form the Bloods. Oh, no okay. one knows that. Wow. Yeah, oh, still the Blackstones wild. in Chicago. So then you got know, the right side is the folks, the BD folks. If you turn to the right. Yeah, to the right. Got the Kings and stuff like that, um, different divisions. So it plays out, different neighborhoods, different gangs, and it was serious in the 90s. So this is before our time growing up. Like you got to talk about gangs. You got Jeff Ford and Larry Hoover. This is the 60s and the 70s. Hoover. Larry Hoover, yeah. yeah. So his name is still present. His son is still in Chicago doing his thing uh-huh. with construction. Um, they didn't all. They didn't start off bad though. Like yeah. these gangs was, you know, keep the kids out of the community, off the street. Um, they didn't want drugs. And that's another thing. That's what happened with the heroin. You know, coming to Chicago and Detroit and Harlem, it was more so like we'll take the weed, and then you break everything down. The government comes into play. Mm-hmm. Jeff Ford was invited to the White House at 19 years old. That's the Blackstone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So At 19? 19. That's how much power they have. Uh, wow, that's crazy, this. bro. So that's why they silenced mm-hmm. in prison in, in Colorado. You will never hear from Jeff Ford or Larry Hoover. They, they they got that much power. I think if they was out in the street right now, you wouldn't have none of this stuff going on. You know what I mean? So I, Man, I was watching a documentary. Man, who's the guy that's, he's like paralyzed from the neck down now. Oh, yeah, they killed him. He got killed uh, some years back. Uh, Willie Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. Yeah, yeah. from the Vice Lords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man. Man, yeah he was telling his story, but he was like, he was paralyzed, so he can barely talk, but mm. he, he, he knew he was telling his story, but it was just like, he was just saying like that shit, like, fuck me up. Damn. And yeah. yeah, it was bad. But yeah, man. Uh, good to have you on board. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's toast to him making it safely. Right, 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 right. Uh, through all that, and <laughs> then you know, whole ass Amelda that, right. that put everybody oh, in the bond yeah. this weekend yeah. in Houston. That bitch, man. Whew. But yeah, toast that up cock to uh, me so bad. Yeah. Toast up to uh, our guy making it out. Uh, yeah, we sure, gonna get man. into you know the whole reason why you're out here and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's just toast to that first. Cause we got this. What is it, Casey? Uh, apple cinnamon mule. Apple cinnamon okay. mule, mule simple pour. It kind of got a uh, what you say, long uh, uh, a fireball cinnamon yeah, spice yeah, pineapple. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. A good one. yeah, yeah. I don't even like fireball, but this shit is cool. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's smooth. It's smooth it got like right. a little hit. It yeah. tastes like a big red gum, like the aftermath of a big <laughs> red. <laughs> if it was a light yeah. big red yeah. gum, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. shit cool yeah. though. KB, Shout out this, to KB. Yeah, KB, this all right, man. Well, we gonna post. It still don't beat the other joint, but it's not nah, Henny Punch. Henny Punch is, the, yeah, that's yeah. like the staple. Yeah. yeah, that's the staple. Yeah, that's your But nah, this fire, though, bro. Literally. Fire, fire, bro. Well, all right. Uh, so, uh, speaking of all them gangs, we'll go with, I guess, to, uh, what's his name? Takashi? Takashi. Takashi 69. <laughs> I thought I thought you wasn't going to make it. I thought he told on you, Kate. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> 32 UK. Y'all been li- y'all been listening to the audio? 
I, I've been reading the trans. The, the, exactly. They got the audio of this dude doing it. I, I heard a little it's, bit of it on Vlad. Yeah, yeah. yeah it hit man. different when you like actually hear this man. But not really it. though. Did you did it's, you expect anything different? No, no. Nah. It's, it's not. I expect it's not, nothing. Yeah. This so. is what I. Everybody was on his little. You stupid train and everybody yeah, yeah, was with yeah. him. I said that guy does not. Is either gonna die or he gonna flip. Yeah. That was it. This is not him. It's not. It's not. You know what I mean? All that shit seemed fraud. That fifty cent bringing them along. I thought that was fifty way of just making itself more relevant. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's all the big yeah, stars. That's, that's all that was. But that you know people do that with the new hot artists, like yeah. any yeah, hot artists, like yeah. yeah. But it, it's crazy to me. It's very laughable because I we only see this type of shit on TV shows or movies where niggas actually snitch. Yeah, and they're actually he's actually in a federal court. Telling on everybody. These memes have been having me crying. Oh yeah, they pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, they pretty. Someone I just saw one recently where he said, uh, it was like, uh, is that it? Is that all the stories you have for us? He was like, I know, I know some people that still do hair in their kitchen without a license. I said, oh my god. Yeah, he's this telling. But but old. but to be honest though, I didn't think nothing of it. I expected that from him. Yeah. He wasn't that type of kid, bro. You could really tell. But once you get, once you get a hit. And then you get another hit, and then you have gangs uh, saying that they're gonna protect you. You know, you feel invincible. You know what I mean? So, but but I truly blame the gang for empowering him like that, man. Who? The gang. The the were they nine trade bloods or oh, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. wouldn't blame them. I blame the the public because first of all, his shit wasn't even hot. Nah, nah, he nah, had that, that, that gum old, I mean, gum, not to us, gum old, but, but he had number I mean, he one got, after number he had one. Fans, yeah. that's what I'm saying, but that gummo go. Yeah, that was a last song. But my my thing is, they're saying like you know his fans are saying like I would have told too. He they kidnapped him. They 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 hit his baby mama. They did all this mm-hmm. and then the third. They tried to extort him, but nah, the, the rules still apply. Like you, you what are the rules co- though? What are the rules? Yeah, because I've even the gangsters snitch. T.I. Said, 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 I think it was today or yesterday, one or two, he said, um, uh, I feel like after a year or so when he comes out, he's going to get welcomed back into his hood because it's people that rat all, every day that's out in the hood. Gangsters. No, but I'm, from, from a deeper perspective, snitching, when you're involved in something and you know it's wrong and then you get caught up and then you just snitch on the whole operation, that shit is morally wrong to me. I don't, but I think that this is looking from from a different perspective from the gang culture, you know, mm-hmm. from everybody in Chicago that I know, friends and family. I think this is a setup. I don't think this this is not all him. This is one of those guys that have been put in the industry. Planet. I gotta see what's going on <laughs> in the industry. Theory. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, we've seen it before. We've seen it several times. Mm-hmm. We've wow, even seen it with Tupac, and we don't admit it. You know what I mean? So. It's a lot of stuff that goes on. They need to see exactly what's going on in the industry, who's doing what, and look at the, the names that he's like. Look, Cardi B. Like, what is what does her name come up? Yeah. But then again, it's tied into like strip clubs and all this type of stuff with a bunch of money falling in. Yeah. And they need to see where all this money is coming from. It's crazy. Because it's not all music. We all know this. Exactly. That music money is dead. It's in the nineties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's over. a crazy perspective. Mm-hmm. Right? Well. No. I think hip hop was funded off drug dealing money anyway. As, as far as the origins of it, like you, you've heard, uh, you heard Too Short's story where he used to 
he his first uh, customers was the drug dealers. Like, so it's just like I heard that theory. I, it's very much so believable because this kid comes in with this rainbow. He came out of nowhere. I, I I just heard the Gummo song and I just he had all the bloods and all this. Stuff. So I it it, it look, it's believable looking at it. Yeah, like yeah. the dude got rainbow hair. He's look he looks abnormal. Got fucking tattoos on his face. <laughs> so it's just like that's believable. But I still think just um, I guess you can say like just in general like. He got into it. He said he shot the video. That when they shot the gummo video, that's when he got in tune with these Don Trey guys mm. on the block. He was like, "Hey, I need some more blood. Just go." Sorry, right, well, yeah, we got you. Like he, the, the what's the dude name? Shotty. Shot. He told him, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, I, we got you. Like we, I got some guys." And and in his head, he was just like, "Yeah, okay, he gonna be our money dog." <laughs> they call him we Danny. Can it, we can fund it through him. They call him what? They call him Danny Dimes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's a slippery crazy, slope with that because yeah, you know these dogs, these hood dudes wild. out here, man. They I don't know. They might be moving guns and drugs or whatever they doing, but they just need somebody to be that that uh, little safe haven where they can funnel it into something positive or something. Yeah, because you, you need it, like especially like just seeing it in Chicago, like the past twenty years of like where you had the twins. Like people don't understand, like like Chief Keith. And they created a whole movement, but it was actually, it was some real shit behind it, though. Mm-hmm. This was actually getting people out the neighborhoods, you know what I mean? I know a few people that's in the feds because of this shit, mm. you know what I mean? So, and these guys is, is serious. Like, they was, Chief Keefe is pretty much banned from Chicago because mm-hmm. he had that influence on, you know, so many kids. So then you have, like you said, this 6 9 kid, he he has no idea about him or what he heard. But every city goes, so he's protected by the police. Mm-hmm. Every city you see Chief Keith or Dirk or whatever it is, he's protected by 100 niggas. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. a difference in this. So is it planted, like you said? In some way, we need to see what's going on. We got to keep locking these dudes up or finding something on them to just shut out the whole operation down. You see TDE is protected. Mm-hmm. Can't fuck with them, mm-hmm. but they got you know they got a big wall around them, and you know where they come from. Yeah, you know, but this is a difference, man. So you make me think about every city's hero. So like, let's say Detroit. What's my man name? What's old buddy name? Meach. No, no uh, before. Not, not not them. Not them. Not Meach in Southwest. Uh, oh, the, trick 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 trick. Like, does he have an operation like that where guys are protected and yeah. he's our yeah. holy grail? Oh, yeah. I, Big Sean was protected. That's, that's what I'm saying. Or, yeah. or if, when, when Eminem, I think. Eminem what, was, was protected. Proof was protected. I'm just saying, so what is their system? What is Houston's system if we got right, one? Right, right. You know, we know we talked about Chicago. So, I, I mean, I don't know. The West Coast, you know. They uh, I'm pretty sure the, there's a hierarchy in every city. Yeah. The nigga that killed Proof, like, he would end up missing. I can see that. I can happening. see it. The nigga that killed Proof end up missing. That was on some past beef shit, and he, they he just turned up missing. Cause yeah. you can stop a lot of money that way too. You yeah. know what I mean? So he had to go, and I yeah. I hate to say that, but that's that's how that street shit is. You know what I mean? And we talked about our Houston uh, politics as far as hip hop, and you know we was talking before, but like rap a lot, I would say they still got a hand in you know what comes out, what comes in. Somewhat, like somewhat. somewhat. It's, it's, I would say so. So independent, you know. A lot of artists do their own thing, mm-hmm. uh, such as Slim, Slim Thug. His office right next door to ours, yep. so he be always doing his own thing. You got Trey, he do his own thing. But 
I think they all pay respect to Jay Prince because he's so knowledgeable and he's so real respected. Well, those guys are, yeah, and, and those guys, they will establish. Yeah. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about, you know, we got the Maxo. We got. Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, yeah. We got those young guys. The young yeah, guys. Got, okay, I get what you're uh, saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know, like. I like Maxo Cream. Though. Yeah, he all right, bro. He all right. Maxo, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like Travis. Like, you know, like, we don't know. So, you know, some cities they got the gang culture. We ain't got gang culture like that. No, nah, we don't. We you don't. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we do, but it's not publicized or nothing nah, like that. You got know? people that do it, but yeah, it's just not it. like a way of life. Like, nah, it is not at all. Like Chicago Chicago right, right. Like, That's what I noticed in Texas. Like, it was like it was always Dallas, Houston. Yeah, exactly. He was at TS, you know, oh, yeah. where you Oak from? Cliff like and South Park, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third Ward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Braveswood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our hoods stick together. Not it's not the game yeah. shit like like that. And it ain't even real beef like that. Yeah, it's, it's just it's like not. you can't be disrespect like four o'clock. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember yeah. The, uh, Astro when Astro was here. Oh yeah, that was, was the the main. That, yeah. that uh, yeah, what was, was it? That hood. McDonald's or that Waterburger? Uh-huh. That was like right next. Yeah, to Yeah, McDonald's. Man, that McDonald's. Yeah, shit. You in McDonald's and you claiming your set or whatever your hood, whatever. And somebody took a pose to it. Shit, it was a wrap. Motherfucker <laughs> yeah. was being shut down. Yeah, no I lie. was in eighth grade at the time. Nigga. Right, I was right. My head. I ain't <laughs> no shit. lie. I, the last time I went to the Astral, I literally watched the cat. It was some dude. He had some forces on or something. And a group of niggas walked up to him. T- like the, the biggest dude in the group took him, turned him around. And the, the niggas in the group took his shoes off. And then the big dude kind of turned them back around and put them on his feet. And they <laughs> walked off. I swear cool. to God. I oh, that's cold. Yeah, no. Nah, cold. Cold. cold bullet. Cold uh, bullet. I would have tried to kill somebody. Yeah, but yeah, Takashi is snitch. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, Takashi. But I, I ain't expect nothing else, so buddy. Yeah. Comic nigga. Is this Archie? You, you, seen, you seen when they, uh, you seen the video of him getting robbed or getting kidnapped? I ain't seen the video. I seen they put it out, though. And they have video, video of this for shit. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. So they said, that's what I was talking about, dog. So there's his driver. They, for insurance purposes, they he keep a camera at the back of the the, uh, the van. Why are we just not hearing about this? Which I mean? guess they hit because he got kidnapped that over. It's planted. It, it's calculated. Like I don't know, but the the camera's on his driver's car. They but you said wow. it's secure. It's, he's the security driving or. So the his driver is he's a Latino guy, okay. or whatever. So that was his that was his driver. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he kept a, a camera in the back of his car for insurance purposes, like if they get in the wreck or somebody trying yeah. to sue or whatever. So it's like like an Uber or whatever. So Ubers uh, don't do that. Uh, I think one of them services do it. But you talking about taxi cab confessions? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, shit. I yeah. was an Uber driver. I never did it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, man. I ain't doing this. But shit. yeah, they ran up on them and it's all on camera. Oh yeah. It's like, get where yeah. your man at. Like, I'm no. with you now, Mike. I'm glad that shit planning. Yeah, that shit Rainbow that shit head man. A, rainbow, a rainbow hair kid. Uh, that's Latino from New York. He, he, he like, like five two. rapper in New York. Get the fuck out of here, man. It was. You could probably pull it up on something YouTube or online. He comes to Chicago. And he's like, yeah, Chief Chief, I'm in your hood. I'm I remember hood. saying that on Twitter. And it's like, we know, fam, you, you with a hundred police officers. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got yeah. the cameras. We don't even go like. And I used to live down the street from there. It's just, I don't, what am I going there if I don't know nobody living there right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So what what are you doing? What's your purpose? Yeah. Yeah. To see if someone's gonna react to it, or you know what I mean? Clout. Yeah. And that too. Yeah. And I think that's They're the way the game is right up. now. 
I hope social media crash. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Just Bro, crash, dog. This these kids now, <laughs> like they like all that shit, man. Yeah, like they don't care. Like these, I, I want to say, from twenty four on down, like they don't care about none of this street code shit. Yeah. Oh it's no, a bunch of white kids that's going. My my girl work in school, like she work in a private school, a bunch of rich kids. Her students go, they go to the Chief Keith Cut. When they come to Houston, House of Blues or whatever, yeah. them little niggas buy the, the, the most expensive ticket to be around <laughs> white boys, white girls. Just like, to just, see it. Yeah, and they be in front row. Like, it's all these little white kids that like yeah. all that shit. And they just don't care. It's, like, a, it's some good and some bad from that because uh, the white kids are influenced by our culture so how are you gonna teach them to not like black people or you True. know so that's a that's a that's a positive a little positive and something that is kind of crazy you know what i mean because it's kind of crazy that they so into that but they always they always been into us you should you look at the 70s mm-hmm. look at, i mean 60s the, uh, 70s was the rocker uh, uh shit uh elvis no, they stole Chuck, from Chuck Berry, Chuck and, Berry. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and James Brown. Like, they stole from all of our, our legends. You know what I mean? And it's like they always find a way to capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like with the the Instagram too, even the Facebook. They got the videos. You could just see it so many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, how do we win with this shit? Do we just say let's just delete it and create our own platform because we're making them tons of money and they're still in our culture at the same time. Yeah. Like we're being shut out again. We've seen it in the 90s when they shut all the black brands out. That's when Macy's you know, said, come on, we got you. Yeah. Russell Simmons and Diddy, let's run over there. Let's let's go to them. And like, yeah. But our brands are gone now. Yeah, they yeah. stole Fat everything. Gone. Everything Rock, is gone. Uh, Rockwell gone. Carl Kanai, which is the greatest. Cross colors. Everything you can't Cross even find. Kind of made a comeback. Yeah. Fubu. But it it probably would have lasted if Ralph Lauren never went anywhere. Mm, you sure. get what I'm saying? Because yeah. they got the funding behind everywhere from the, the government on down. So these are things we kind of fuck up. I just get uh, into. I was listening to an interview. I can't remember who said it, but it was like how they was talking about the. Uh, that was Lorenz Tate, matter of fact. He was yeah. on Breakfast Club. Yeah. And he talked about how, uh, what you were just saying about when the uh, people that was doing the clothing lines had their stores, and then they end up going to the malls and the department store and stuff like that, and they end up getting sold out and all that. Now their stuff is just, they gone. It's over. And they yeah. had their stuff, you know, they yeah. owned it. They would have had a legacy. In the now neighborhood. Because Lorenz Tate from the west side, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And the west side is more so like, y'all been to Harlem before. It's got like a Harlem feel to it, mm-hmm. where it's, it's a bunch of stores on the avenues and shit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these, a lot of drug dealers, what they did is, I right, you went to school, Phil, let me give you $200,000 to clean this shit up. Because they don't know what to do it, but you went to school, so yeah. I trust you open a clothing store, whatever it is. Right. So you have black stores everywhere. Oh, man, that's and beautiful. And so if the brands man. leave, I can't, what am I going to sell? Because I yeah. can't get no white brands in yeah. these stores, you know yeah. what I mean? So we did in the neighborhood again 20 man, years later. That's crazy. Yeah. And they, that's, they, it's a saying. They say white ice is colder. We think white ice is colder. That shit been, we pissed, been pissed since day one. We, 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 we are the culture, bro. We make everything yeah. move and shake, bro. They can't do nothing without us. Nothing is tasteful without us. Yeah. Nothing is popping without us. Like nothing, man. TV, sports, any type of entertainment. We run that. Yeah. Think about it. We run that movies. We run that. Look, if we, if if uh 
you know, if any whiskey company or cognac or whatever want to partner with us, that's cool. But we still gonna support Simple Pour. Oh, that's right. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. That type of yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. That's but for it sure. has to be like that. Energy has to be in them at all time. Any event that goes on, has that should be the first option. And then we get caught up into, well, what's their budget? We'll make one for them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If everybody put their money together and shit, you might spend a hundred to one hours a week on bullshit. But if I, get certain, that to, if I get that to my man and expand his brand, shit, we looking at a million dollar empire within a few years. You know yeah. what I mean? And it keep just going. Just like uh, homeboy uh, in our group, uh, Drano. He got heavyweight tees and stuff like that yeah. that he doing. Drano, I'm a, U of H? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. I'm going to grab a shirt from him. Yeah. yeah. No so doubt. white guy getting his head blown off. I kind of mm. liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure, man. yeah collectively it's hard to just have that mindset though like you know collect as black people like it's hard for yeah. everybody to be on one page like that uh i know y'all probably watched clips of that uh killer mike that um the summit yeah See, i like yeah. that i loved yeah. it man yeah. i loved it yeah i watched that whole thing i watched the whole hour yeah you gotta that. watch the whole thing because the sister man even though she is a believer in Trump, she a smart woman. She not a dummy. Yeah. She made some valid points. If you watch, see the thing is, is when they put out those little clips, you jump on it. Damn, look yeah. at Ti, yeah. right? But if you you have to look at the whole clip, the 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 lady made some some valid points. I'm not with her. I'm not on her side, but she made some valid points, yeah. man. And what she was saying. So I would suggest that if you look at that clip, don't just judge that lady off that. Right. Go look at the I whole agree clip. With you. I'm gonna check out the I whole think video. She just, yeah, and I think she uh she needs to like kind of take baby steps in her in her narrative towards the black people that the, the poor black people that we know uh -huh. that don't really have no type of knowledge access about, to it yeah I access yeah. to nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't just spew that type of narrative to these folks because they mm -hmm. ain't gonna understand that shit they They're just not. think man you uncle tom you racist whatever that's like, it, what, what bro you doing? Mm -hmm. we don't understand what you talking about yeah cause so like me. i know no perspective huh? that's me we yeah just talking like, about she represent trump when you was talking about baby steps, I you take baby steps off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, like Trump. people don't. Yeah. People but now I feel that. that. Yeah, it got to be a different voice for you. Same yeah. shit to be heard sometimes. Yep, yeah. that's true. Like I've been paying attention to him. Like I don't support him, but I listen to a lot of shit he talk about, and there's so much shit to go over everybody's head. Like right now, we should every black person be investing into gold and silver right now. Mm. J.P. Morgan Chase, and he's telling motherfuckers this on TV. He just invested three hundred million dollars in silver. This mm. is Chase Bank. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck them! Why are we giving them all this money? And we could be doing, you know, our own banks and shit like that." Mm. So Trump got a lot of game. We just not really paying attention. It's his delivery is fucked up. Mm -hmm. So look at the stocks. Silver is up. And so he's telling everybody what's going on in yeah. a matter of time. It's about if we actually put these dollars together and just get certain, some of this shit to then bring the resources back to the neighborhood. But I, I get it. I mean, you, we have we have we in group texts about situations all all the Be time about it, yeah. this is how we feel about different perceptions, yeah. and it's always good to hear different opinions too. For to sure, see what, to see what you know where where you stand from, and even like with the Jay Z football shit, and mm -hmm. even with the Kanye shit, it's so much going on. It's like what's going on yeah and then what, what will come out in 10 years because these are plenty of seeds being planted right. and it can be bad or it could be good you know what i mean yeah, but sure. we can't get caught up as a people 
in they shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, LP yeah. gonna be mad as fuck for missing this pod. <laughs> he is it's the bro. most informed. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> look, listen. When we formed this. We formed this group. Uh, me, Mike, uh, my other homie Brooke, and my other other homie Murph. Who uh, does made by Rich God, which yeah. is really really popping. I can't wait till he blow, man. He he gonna he gonna get that. I looked he on gonna... the side. This is the shirts out my price range. Right yeah, now. He, he yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I'm a college student. <laughs> my <brother. Yeah. laughs> but them, them, them uh, skull tees be rocking them hard. Yeah, buck hey, twenty just, just used to do, pair uh, shoes for me. Shoes for him. Uh, oh yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. uh huh. But uh, yeah, man, and Mike, man, he has so much knowledge because he's around that stuff in Chicago. And uh, just his knowledge of the friends and family that he has in the in the industry and stuff. So when he talk, I definitely listen. Even if I don't agree, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be over here sweating mad at Mike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck, fuck Mike, man? <laughs> <laughs> but I know he know what he's talking about for sure, though. So, yeah, yeah he, he's very informative for real. I know LP. I was even thinking upset. about... Um other day, because I can tell you all the time, Scarface one of my favorite rappers, mm. and I see that he's running for yeah, he is. He running, and it's bro. like the world should know about this shit. It's a rapper, yeah, yep. from Houston, yeah, man, black man. You already got a black mayor. It should be get him in there, yeah, get him in office. Everybody should be advocating for this. It's like why not? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying? Nah, I'm really so, doing it too. Yeah. And again, but this is where I say, Jay Z, you gotta step up. Mm-hmm. This is what I want you to step up uh-huh. for our people. That's get put. You put him in a position. He's been poor. He knows yeah. what it, to take care of the people in the community and what they need sure. and things like that. So I'm cool with the you know some change and some of these bigger issues that have been going on for years. But we gotta start with like the neighborhood. Yeah, the neighborhood first. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and some, and I think I, I don't think all rappers should run to that position like in council yeah, and stuff. Yeah, no, you need oh, a street yeah. team you need a leader on the street yeah. you need a leader in the industry you yeah. need a leader in the office in senate whatever and I, like i don't want that to be a trend for like all black folk black folks yeah, i just I want us to work together and and uh, build one cause to push it against right. these white folks but yeah. i think that i think he's worth it because yeah. of just the history yeah. Of everything, you know what I mean. Taking some different channels and, and different different things that he's been through, he could speak to the Houston. You got Texas, is one of the richest states in the it country. Is, bro, we are, bro. I think it's like third or some shit like that. So yeah. you got power behind that. You could change a lot that goes on. True. You know what I mean. Cool. Uh, man, speak, let's get. Let's go ahead. I'm just saying. Speaking of that segue, we on Houston shit. Uh-huh. Melda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bitch, man. Yeah. I've been waiting to talk about this whole. <laughs> Look, man, that, I was telling him downstairs in the lobby like that Wednesday. We, yeah, I think yeah. everybody, everybody was like the news uh, came out and they was like, oh, it's gonna hit today. I think it came out Tuesday that it was gonna hit, and. Uh, I think a couple school districts shut down mm-hmm. and uh, uh, people was, uh, they're shutting their businesses down. And then it, it hit, but it wasn't really that bad. It wasn't no flooding, nothing. So everybody went to school and work on Thursday. Yeah. What was it, Thursday? It was right? Thursday. Right, yeah. Everybody went to school and work on Thursday. That shit hit and nobody could get home. Because I, I missed work Wednesday. And then uh, I was at the mall. I caught out the mall. I, I recorded on Instagram. I'm like, man, Sasha. hell, they ain't do shit. It's sunny outside. <laughs> like, hell. And then so I had to do my practicum that uh, that evening. And then that's when it started raining hard. But it was still wasn't flooding. So I'm like, oh, shit, we good. That Thursday morning, man, that was raining. But it was like drizzling. So I'm like, okay, we good. 
I'll let Phil tell it. <laughs> Look, man. I'm sitting in my car. We work in the same office building. I'm sitting in my car. I think I was sneaking eating McDonald's. My girl don't like me eating McDonald's, so I'm in there munching on a burger. Mm-hmm. I see Casey. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you have on the shoes. Now I have some penny loafers on. Has penny loafers on, walking through the water with his phone. Now I say, look at this well. I ain't even gonna say that to him. I seen this car though. I seen this truck, and it, it was like the tires. It was like tire level high, right? Yep. I say, man, this is crazy. I say, man, let me get out of here because I'm in a little car. Let me get the hell out of here right now. So yeah. I got out of there, bro. That bro. shit was bad. Like it was, it was scary though. My my uh, coworker, she had like a, a Chevy Cruze. And oh, so I had to uh like like get her out, like lead her yeah. out so I could oh, yeah. try at the water a little bit. And then she didn't make it to the highway. She had to pull over to the side. I kept going. They said man for themselves at this point. <laughs> it is though. Hey. I, I made it yeah, home man. like I made it home like an hour and a half later. But yeah, shit. Me too. Yeah. That's how long it That shit was yeah. bad. I told them I ain't I ain't seeing the north side for the rest of this week. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. I left that morning to help my 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 people with the with the t-shirt business so we at the spot and we see that it's going crazy outside and it was like damn all right it's really hidden so long story short we leave around two mind you it's on the north side we over there by tidwell and what's that street bombing bombing something like that so my parents are driving a dually truck I got my Chevy Cruze. Soon as I come out of the parking lot, it's it's a car like on the other side of me. He went out and his car stalled out right there. Damn. Mm. I said, damn. So I told my parents, I was like, y'all go in front of me and kind of just kind of guide me and see if I could go. So they we did it that way. So we coming out, couldn't go on no main roads like mm. Tidwell, mm. Uh, uh, what's over there? Uh, What's another North Side Street? Hollister. Hollister. Uh, what's Little York? Little York was messed up. So we're going through neighborhoods. We go. We go through the neighborhoods to get back on. Uh, what was that? Sixteen. So we. It took us two hours to actually get to sixteen. We get to sixteen. It's standstill traffic. And I'm checking the radio. I'll never listen to the radio. I go to AM 740. Yeah, you got to check it. And they talk, they people calling in, hey, don't go this way. Don't mm-hmm. go that way. Take this road. Take this road. Man, we stood still, or we kind of moved a little bit in maybe a two-mile radius in five hours. Like maybe two exits in like four or five hours. I called no my mom bullshit. on FaceTime. She was so plexed up. <laughs> she was like fed up. She's like, Keenan, my phone's about to die. Look, <laughs> just, just, I was like, man, just let, y'all let me know when y'all get home. We go to the gas station. It's a gas station right there on 59 North. We go there to get, uh, to get, to use the bathroom and get gas. It's packed. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, the line for the bathroom is out the door. People rushing, trying to get gas. Like, me and my pops had to piss outside, and some dude mm-hmm. like came out there. He was pissing. He's like, "Man, it's some bullshit, man, man. I can't. I, I went six ten. I went fifty nine. <laughs> I went forty five. Oh, I can't even get home. My yeah, nigga, I've yeah. been out since four o'clock this month. Like he pissed off. And you know how I daddy? He's like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So what you think we should do? Man, shit. You can't do nothing at this motherfucker. He was pissed off. We got uh, back in the car. We went the Beltway to come around to I-10 because they had to. I had to drop my car at Papa's Barbecue off 59. And got in the car with them. They took me home off West Hammer with the Beltway, I-10, exit Chimney Rock, and got home. But man, it was a shit show. Man. And then for Melda, for me, her her last straw with me, I guess for taunting her, my girl couldn't fly in from New York, mm. so shit, I just had to spend Thursday night watching Golden Girls and drinking alcohol by myself. I, I, <laughs> I, I see, that I see your post. That was so too mad. funny. That was too funny. <laughs> I said Melda is an asshole for real. That shit had me living. But you're in bad shape, man. Yeah, man, I seen a FedEx truck. And I seen a FedEx truck deep, like it was like like halfway in the water. Like all you could see was the top of the truck. That would be I crazy, seen a picture man. of that Metro. Yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was, it was messed up. Shout yeah. out to uh, the relief gang and boys out there. I seen them oh, all yeah. on the uh, four wheelers. They was on the north side where we were. So when did you fly in? Thursday night. Got in at um, took off at but ten. Got in, landed by like twelve thirty. Any turbulence yeah. coming in? No, it was actually smooth. Oh, From hobby or bush? Hobby. Oh, okay. Hobby, yeah, hobby, yeah. Um, but when I was telling them earlier, I got out the airport uh, to go pick up the rental, shit, it, was, it smelled so bad. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just You could tell it was a bad, bad storm. You know, you yeah. still see water over there by hobby because it's you know, still floods in yeah. that area. But, mm-hmm. man, I was just thankful to, to be good, you yeah. know. And uh, tell us about the reason why you was flying in, what you was flying in for this weekend. Yeah, man, we had a uh, a big plan. Um, for sure. For our, this, this is our third annual Run From Prostate Cancer event. So our Prostate Cancer Foundation in Chicago. Um, and it's just to pretty much to, to get men, black men aware this is a preventative cancer. And the knowledge, we don't have it. We don't have access to it. Um, I've been fighting for this for like the last, what is this, 2019? I started working on this 2011. Um, I didn't get a big response when I first started working on it, especially for like some of the OGs in the neighborhood. I'm like, man, this shit is killing us. The numbers are so high. Like, why are we not paying attention to it? Um, and then I started to see like it was more so the um, the Jewish doctors around the country had control on the information. Um, when we got Northwestern Hospital. Um, there's Chicago, University of Chicago as well, and we don't have people in these offices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I like that's a red flag. Um, 2017, I was reaching out to every doctor in Chicago I possibly could in regards to prostate cancer. I'm like, okay, this is killing black men. It's not being talked about. It's 60% higher than any nationality. What are we gonna do about this? Damn. And these are real numbers, and these numbers just like report. It's not numbers in the neighborhood that the man won't go to the doctor, they get checked out, all this shit. So it's bad. So me and my homies, we do community, we do meetings, uh, certain places, uh, neighborhoods that they will never go to. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's the whole moving behind it. And the doctor flat out told me, he was like, "Man, I have to call you on another line." Call me back ten minutes later. He said, "I'm not. I'm told not to help you out." I knew what it was. Wow. You know he told I mean? you that? He told me that on the phone. Wow. So I appreciate that honesty and let me know. Yeah. There was another doctor uh, University of Chicago. This is one of the most prestigious schools in the country. Mm-hmm. She's on the board of uh, the American Cancer Association. She's the vice president. 
And I, I you know, I, I told myself I wouldn't talk about it, but I need to talk about it because that shit is fucked up. But we were emailing each other, phone calls, they got my deck, everything. And uh, when I got there, mm. this dude is black. Mm. Hmm. Can't help this motherfucker out with this shit. Yeah, wow. You know what I mean? No help, no email response. I got an email saying, hey, we want to see your numbers and how did it turn out? And, you know, who all came to the event? So that's a problem, right? That was 2017. Wow. So mm-hmm. we got doctors involved from like uh, the prostate cancer center from the so this in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. This is big ass campus. It's the biggest campus in the country, but we can't get out there. You can't catch a train out there to the suburbs. You can't drive. Yeah, remember, I, people don't have cars like that in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You take the train, the subway, but it doesn't go that far. Um, and then insurance. A lot of us don't have insurance. For sure. So that's another problem that we don't have access to this. So I met with Jesse Jackson and his team a few months ago about it. I talked to him and told him how important this is to me because we do the numbers. I know five people. Next black man to me, he's five, six people. You look in the room, we talking about 10 men in there. Everyone knows between five to 10 people that's been diagnosed with prostate cancer. That's bad. That's mm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I took a stand and said, no, I got to get the information out and about in the community. So this year we had um, in Houston uh, the medical team from Moya Herman and um, what's the other spot? Um, Herman, what is the other place? Pro- uh, prostate Lancer, no, I'm sorry, the Prostate Laser Center here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so he communicated with me and it was like, I was like, damn, this dude is like on one of the highest boards in the country. All right, cool. So we got some doctors involved. Uh, we got some nutritionists, some trainers just to, just to go over certain topics. So that was the plan for Houston Health Seminar to go over these things and then uh, 5K walk, 5K run, which your homegirl damaged the weekend. Yeah, Imelda. <laughs> See, Imelda part of them, them doctors. <laughs> they, they, they brought in Imelda. Yeah, they probably. prayed to her. Right, yeah. right, right. So... <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that. But uh, we're gonna postpone it. The events with uh, it's gonna um, either be October or early spring. So we even have a big event. We had over 250 runners signed up. So that was a good thing too for campus. But just spreading the awareness about just getting men get their PSA levels checked out, um, proper dieting. Um, we did a display in Chicago. We got uh, two gardens in, in two bad neighborhoods where she's planted out and she's like a main topics and uh the main fruits and vegetables on a plant uh plant to help prostate mm. you know what i mean so we're talking about pumpkin seeds pumpkins uh zucchini squash tomatoes you have these dip- yeah they can help you out see, they can prevent that's, that's the white man again I'm allergic <laughs> to tomatoes oh uh, see they- <laughs> <laughs> so you have yeah. So you got a um, high alkaline intake and then exercising. So that's why we have so many activations going on now. We do a charity basketball game every year. So we included, uh, we did a preseason Final Four for the high school kids there this year to get you know them involved so they can learn about prostate cancer at an early age. Yeah. Because the numbers I got now, 50 years, for seven years ago, they wanted you black men uh, get your levels checked out at 50 years old. Mm-hmm. This is seven years ago. Now they want you to be 35, 36 years old. Mm-hmm. Seven years from now, these, these kids that are coming out of high school, they're going to be at risk. So it's diet what they're eating, man. They're eating chips and shit, drinking pop, 
Gotta stop eating McDonald's, man. I am, bro. I yeah, am, bro. That shit, she she shit, shit is, her is poison, that. man. So yeah, man. It was about, a salad. It was a salad. It was a salad. Okay. I know my right. baby gonna lose. It was a salad, baby. <laughs> so we just gotta take action to just take care of ourselves. Stress causes cancer, which a lot of black men have stress. Yeah, man, for sure. So bro. it leads to so much stuff. So we gotta cut it down in ways today. Like I stopped eating meat. Like. Almost twelve years ago. Oh wow! And uh, I've been going. I'll be a year in December. So yeah, keep it going. Or you don't miss it. No. Nope. You know what I mean? And, you don't uh, eat meat. Cauliflower bowl. I just ate yeah. a pork chop like fifteen minutes before y'all came. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't do you it. Want, you, I got another one. <laughs> I, I cooked my girl a steak dinner last night. Oh yeah. But I shit. I just had a, like a shrimp scampi. I eat like fish and now. Okay. Again, but, yeah. oh, that's what's up, bro. Y'all boys inspiring me, bro. Yeah. No, what I, about you, Jay? What you eat? I eat meat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, I, I bake. I, I do just chicken. Really, just chicken. Yeah, I bake yeah, my chicken. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I do my protein. Yeah, it's good. No, next time my girl like try to plex me up or get me mad, I'm like, you trying to get me canceled? Oh yeah, You trying to get me canceled? You're the only dude that had the Popeye chicken sandwich. Oh, oh man, man. <laughs> I did, bro. You got you got to think about this stuff too, man. Like they got the world going crazy. Okay. Is this chicken really chicken? Sandwich. Are they mass producing this shit that much? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. It's that boondocks, man. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, way about, before the time, dog. So we got to really think about it. And this is what they're doing in the industry yeah. on so many different levels. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I encourage everyone to, to clean their vegetables with, with apple cider vinegar. You know what I mean? Mm. Clean it, um, you know, before you eat and things like that. And just bake, like you said, bake more. Uh, stay away from the fried foods. As much as you can. These are all cancer properties, but then you got black seed oil you can take in, um, get your tumor. I do got that in the fridge. I got yeah, that you black, keep seed. That. black seed oil. Black seed yeah, oil. From you know, um, you we got ginger. Uh, we get it from Whole Foods. You can get it from Whole Foods yeah. or even chlorophyll. Get a bottle. It doesn't taste the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I was like, maybe that movie. Chlorophyll, more like yeah. chlorophyll. Oh, yeah. What movie was that? Billy, uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Madison, yeah. Yeah, but it's but, uh, like 13 bucks, but it, it clears the metals out of your body. That's crazy. Mm. See, the oh, white yeah? man was yeah. trying to use chlorophyll the whole time to, you know, distract us that that shit good for us. Hold on. What you just said might clean the metal out it, of it. It removes metals from your body. Toxins. Mm. Yeah. Um, I That's think plant a, blood. Yeah, I think a base le- for our people, a base level like uh, starter kit to awareness would be go to your either your mama, your dad, your grandparents, and ask them about y'all's uh, history, your health history, and your right. family. Because that's what I did. I asked uh, it was maybe like three years ago. I asked my my dad and my mom like you know did you know did anybody have you know diabetes or any type of cancers or because that stuff can be hereditary in some way. Gotcha. That's what they tell us. Well, that's what they tell yeah, us. Yeah, I, I get you. I got you. But just to have a right, conversation. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. And start you're right, there. Yeah. And, you know, because some people, you know, we, we we got the Google in our hands, but people don't people don't yeah. just go do their own research. That's but true. if you would just have a conversation in your own house, that'll start you for your yep. awareness. Or, you know, for, or, and that's for what we, uh, we invite, like, a lot of women out. 
bring your boyfriends, bring your fiancés, whatever it is, your husband, bring your father. So the, the conversation starts. Like the Q&A discussions we have, mm-hmm. it's crazy because everyone is like, they worry, like, oh, shit. Okay, what do I do to get better? And the feedback, like you, everyone is engaged, you know what I mean, about it. And it's like, okay, go here and go there or talk to this physician that's going to tell you the truth. Don't go over there where they want to just get you on medication. Yeah. It's going to put you in a worse situation, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's those things what we call run from prostate cancer. Got you. You know what I mean? Uh, makes sense. That's the whole thing behind that. And it's, it's it's all about just keep spreading awareness around the country. We got five cities next year. Um, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Compton, Chicago, Houston. And these are all areas where it's a, a lot of us that live in these cities. You know what I mean? So that meat is assisting your digestive system mm-hmm. for a long period of time. Mm. And what sits on your prostate, your prostate gland is like this one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's right there so close. So you have to like really, really factor this stuff in. Like mm. practice makes permanent. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So just take an action and then check on our, our people all the time, man. Like what are you doing to get better throughout the week? So those are conversations that we could. We talk about so much shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how can I make my brother better? You know what I mean? Black man, we don't go yeah. get checked out that yeah. often. Just well, we to be honest. To. We got to. We don't. And um, we got these nutritionists that look good. The fellas by like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point we have them speaking. You know right. what I mean? Gotcha, 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 yeah. Wow. That's, that's what we got to do. That's, that's what we got to do to get us there. Wow. That's yeah. smart, though. Yeah. yeah. But I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's changing. And it's, it's, the conversation is not just about prostate, but it's about, like you said, diabetes, lung cancer high blood pressure high blood pressure all the stuff that's in our neighborhoods and it's like look at what we eat when you stop eating this stuff you lose weight your blood pressure's down you don't have to worry about all your levels being crazy mm-hmm. and you, your mind is more so focused like black seed oil it helps your brain too mm. function you know what I mean so daily intake of that but definitely turmeric and ginger those are anti-cancer properties what do you think about marijuana and it's ah. Uh, uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's like, I think the money you can make off of it is great, but as far as like the industry, how it's shifting, they didn't make it legal just so we can just make money across the board. I Hell think it's no. a mass production phase coming to it. You don't know what's going to be in it. It was already damaged the last, what, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, and so much oils added. that they doing. Yeah, the I oils. Feel like they contaminating that. Yeah, it's like it's too much of it right mm-hmm. now. And like we've seen it with vape. And no, I was telling, I, I was telling that. people, failures do not fuck with that vape pen. You don't even know any studies about it. Exactly. And then here you go, everyone is fucked up with this shit right yep. now. I said that because you know I, we we do the marijuana our people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was just asking you, what you yeah. that, has that discussion came up? It, it has, it has yeah. because it's it's a relaxing some forms. I would say like you got to play it safe. You got to do your research on where it's coming from, things like that, because mm. it's not the same anymore. It's like everything is like pesticides and shit. Yeah, it just yeah. came out that uh, Calvin Johnson from Detroit Lions. I'm a diehard Detroit Lions fan. Okay, but he just came out and said that he was smoking weed after every game. Uh, like towards the end of his career for pain, he was for pain, yeah. And he said one of the reasons was because it was such an opioid uh abuse in, in the NFL that you know you can go to the training and be like, let me get some Viking and let me get some Oxy and oh, they yeah. just feed it to you, yeah. And then you know when I was in college, I had like knee surgeries and stuff, and I played on like a, a fractured knee in college, and I was taking 
painkillers and shit. Mm-hmm. And I had to wing myself off that shit. Yeah. That shit fucks it's, you yeah, up. Yeah, it fucks your kidneys. Exactly. More, and they don't, you know, they'll tell you that. And then it's like, you look at like, damn, why are these NFL players? Because you hear it all the time. They all sick. These they in their 40s, sick, cancer, exactly. all types of shit. Because like you said, even popping the pills for yeah, so when long. I had knee what surgery, was your They gave me, when I, when I had uh, knee surgery, they gave me, it was 320 Oxycontins. Mm. I said, man, what the fuck? My mom, <laughs> like when I saw it, because I was still fucked up from the anesthesia and all this yeah. stuff. But when I saw it, man, the thing was probably like this big. I was like, my mom was like, man, you better not take all that. Right, said, yeah. Man, I ain't taking all these. I'm probably going to put like eight or ten aside. Man, I sold them hoes. Dope dealer, nigga. Nah, when I. I was going to ask you, what was the side effects of, when you were playing on it which, for your pain? But what was the side effects from it? Shit. When you had to tell yourself, no, I got to get off this shit. Oh, for me, it was just like how I felt afterwards. It was because it was just like I, I was really careless. Like, mm. like how careless I was is, uh, I remember, uh, mind you, I still have like I had a fractured knee, like that shit was messed up. But on them holes, I didn't care about it, and I remember in pregame, mm. like just trying to dunk the shit out that hole. And I shouldn't be doing, I don't even dunk like that regularly. Right. But like, I'm just trying to punch the shit out that hole. For, was, but then did what, it have you juiced up? It wasn't like a juiced up. Oh. It was just like, I really don't give a damn. Right. Like okay. that's that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. And when you hear about people doing suicide, that's what made me think about it. I was like, I ain't had no suicidal thoughts. Right. But it's like, I'm not no dunker like that anyway. My my belief was, if I'm not dunking on nobody like Vince Carter and all that shit, I don't give a damn about dunking. Yeah. Two points is two points. Right. But, I'm on these hoes, and here I am, like, trying to punch the shit out this hoe, and I shouldn't even be playing right, right. now. Right, yeah. And so, when I thought about that, and then, like, I, I watch a lot of movies, so I'm watching movies and shit, and, you know, you see people doing suicides. My favorite type of movies is biopics. So, I'm watching biopics and shit. You see people doing suicides and all that. I'm like, now this shit correlates. Mm-hmm. You taking all this shit in your system, you feel like you can't, I mean, it's yeah. just like, fuck it. Yeah. When I ruptured my Achilles three years ago, uh, and uh, like I got out of surgery, and they gave my girl my prescriptions, and they was telling, hey, they gave me uh, man, just everything, oxyco, all that, hydro, everything, hydro, all of that, right? So uh, she had to work, so I'm at home by myself. I got my my, my phone set up to when to take my pills, so I'm taking like five or six different pills every day to deal with the pain because you can't lay when your Achilles ruptured you got to just lay kind of straight on your Mm -hmm. back but it's difficult to do that if you've never done that before and man the pain is unbearable I'm taking these pills but these pills are making me so depressed exactly I'm thinking Mm -hmm. what if my girl cheating on me Mm, I man. can't walk. Shit made you insecure. Uh, <laughs> no, it did. It did. It did. It did. Though it, you you think about everything negative, nothing happy yeah. coming mm. comes into your brain. Like mm. my son was like a year and a half, maybe two years old. I didn't even think about him. Like the the thought of him didn't even make me happy. So one day, not knowingly, I just locked myself in the restroom. Just you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I had to snap out of it, and I. And I said to myself, okay, I can see how people will yeah. commit suicide. Because yeah, I had, when, when I had crazy. microfracture knee surgery, because I it was like, when I knew I needed surgery, I was on the couch with Keelan on the ground. He probably like three or four at the time, watching TV. And I extended my leg, and that was just pop. Damn. Like it was like a loud pop. And then so I was like, I called my coach. I said, I'm done. I got to have surgery. I can't take that mm-hmm. pain away no more. 
And so after I had surgery, they had me in a brace that came from here all the way down to my ankle. Mm. And I couldn't even extend, like, no, I couldn't even bend my leg or uh, extend it on my own. I had to have a machine to where it was extending my leg for mm. me. And I had to sit there and do that shit for like five hours. So when you talk about just sitting there depressed and shit, luckily I could distract myself. Yeah. But it was just like, man, this shit here is for the birds. Like, Yo, I, I could not do that shit. For, not being like, able nothing. to do anything yeah. or move. Yeah, they, that stuff is they crazy. They really don't want these guys touching uh, homegrown, like weed. Like, yeah. but they want them to take all these pills and stuff. That's the plan. Junior Seau. See, I mean, that yeah. CT comes to mind, but you think about all them opioids and shit that they put in their body, and that shit really just, like, it suppresses all that feeling for it to come back. It's almost like you pushing it back, you pushing it back, mm -hmm. and then out of nowhere, that handle just busts, and it just comes back in one rush, and yeah. then you fuck. Because yeah, the way he was system. hitting people and... Yeah. yeah, bro, that's... That's why I thank God for my dad. My dad, he, he came up in the 70s era where... You know, he went to uh, uh, Central State, and he was a linebacker. He was All-American linebacker. So he, to this day, he'll tell you, like, man, I thank God that I'm, like, in my my well-being, like, at 60-something yeah. years old. Because yeah. all of his friends, I went yeah. to his homecoming. They inducted him to the Hall of Fame two years ago. And all his partners, just like, they, they old men, but it's just like, they, they looking out. at my dad like, damn, like. You still look like you can play, or like you. Yeah, that's how they look you know what at saying? me. And all them dudes. When I have my ten-year class reunion, they say, "Damn, Phil, you still look like you just graduated." <laughs> yeah, I don't worry about too much, buddy. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> need to stay off this stuff, man. Like Central State. Huh? Oh yeah, it was cool. Hey, hey, they, they party hard. Yeah, hey, that, hey, that was a good one. Central State. Was that? Was that? Central State. Oh, okay. Just, to that's what's up. So black colleges right next to each other. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Yes. In Ohio. They didn't invite you. Nobody told me shit. It was like, yeah, we about to go to your dad Hall of Fame. Jared going. I was like, what the fuck? Ain't nobody tell me shit. <laughs> Boy, you, how you missed that? <laughs> I couldn't go anyway. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I said, that's, that's some bullshit, though. I mean, because you could at least tell hey, they showed us love. Bro. Hall of yeah. Fame, bro. That's major, bro. I don't care. Like, I was sick, though. I wanted to go. Yeah, nah, that's I love. think Magic, he donated some, like, like two years. A million dollars. Yeah, he donated to mm. Yeah, Central Strong. Yeah, I seen Stephen A. do something for yeah, us it's on HBCU my HBCU week. Okay. Yeah. yeah, man, that's what's we, up, We need more than a week, man. That's true. Like, you look at it, that's why I appreciate what Straighthand did with the NFL Super Bowl here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the first, the beginning of the game, you've seen a tribute to black. <clears throat> Every HBCU, yeah, SWAC was the most dominant, of course. Right. But you had to show all these players that's playing the NFL. Um, that's where they drafted first, of course. Then the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. Doug Williams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This shit needs to be Steve, highlighted. Uh, Steve McNair. Uh, Jay Rice. I mean, the list goes Walter on. Strahan, why? Strahan. So these are some of the Man, best players on, that bro. play in the league from HBC. Come from black schools. Loud, okay, so we got a question. So we had this conversation when they came out with the Rich Paul rule. Here mm -hmm. we had a podcast about. It. Mm -hmm. Now my narrative was some of these uh, elite black uh, high school guys need to break the mold and commit to a HBCU one mm -hmm. year. Like, a couple of them just need to do it and maybe we'll yeah. have a bunch follow suit. Now, I believe KC and LP's argument was the funding at the at said school 
is different, and that therefore the program, uh, the your athletic uh, trainers will be different, the, your facilities will be different, mm-hmm. and you won't get that same exposure. But I'm like, man, this is basketball, and if you can hoop and take your and you go and then with HBCUs, a lot of them are uh, NCAA anyway, so you can mm-hmm. still win your division and go to the to the tournament for yeah. sure. And um, I was saying, like, man, this is basketball. Like, it can it can work. And I think mm. it'll bring a lot of money to our HBCUs. That was my argument. They had the argument about, you know, we just don't have the funds to do it that way. Mm. I just want to get your thoughts. Yeah, so it's like, I'm, I'm fuck validation from them people. That's me. That's how mm-hmm. I'm like, we, do we really need them? There's so much access now, YouTube and so much mm-hmm. video. Um, and there's so many different leagues right now. You can go play pro ball overseas, or yeah, exactly. Africa got the NBA coming. Fourteen mm-hmm. different countries. Barack Obama's on the board, so you can go to a black college. So you telling me that a pair of shoes can change your perception with funding? You know what I mean? You know how let we me, are about shoes, though. But yeah, let me quick get to this though. So just say Fab Five, for instance, they came together. And said, let's go somewhere where we can all play and make an impact immediately mm-hmm. rather than going somewhere and then waiting and all that. So they ended up going to Michigan right. where they had just won the national championship, but everybody was leaving. Let's just like clean the slate and said TSU had like a, a, a starting five just open for the taking. What they have, the the scholarships yeah. to give. You know what I'm saying? That, they got that's, it. You think they would have yeah, it? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. They got I it. Think Every school has it. It's a yeah. budget that they have. Even like it's a, they have the uh, the quote unquote walk on. Every school got it. Mm-hmm. It's about if the coaches are willing to get on the phone call and say, "I got this kid." Look, I got. So I'm saying yeah. the boosters come to play. Yeah, they, for sure. I, Cause I seen it. My cousin was at Kansas, and I never seen a university. Been to a few of them, and it's how they operate. Legally, you can get the parents a job. That's mm-hmm. legal. Okay, I'm not going to pay you X, Y, Z, but I'm going to get your family a job. That's why Derrick Rose went to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Their whole family got hired by FedEx. I don't know what these salaries were, <laughs> but they got a job. And my, and my dad yeah. used to tell me, he was like, <laughs> what they used to do for them, they'll get the, the player there or even somebody in their family and have them, the job would be, all right, Flip this switch so you can turn the sprinklers on at the. Simple, <laughs> bro. This, 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 this time, go flip the switch and it will pay you twenty dollars an hour. This is a job. That's this is a job. Headache, so, bro. So that's why I, I feel like that. Look at um, Coach Robinson at Grambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. History. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, guys, even put it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They could have went to Alabama or all these other schools, but they want someone where they could trust the coach yeah. that's going to prepare them for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? But then it's also a carousel of coaching. You know, you got the coaches trying to get to the big higher D1. Yeah. That's where it comes along, too. Yeah. Nobody getting paid like Duke money or them higher uh, D1s, them big power D1s, because their TV money goes into but their how salary. Many, how many black coaches we really have in these positions? That's true. Yeah. But what I'm saying, they, yeah. they, they the aspirations to get there. You know, yeah. old boy was just the, the guy that was at Indiana, wasn't he? At TSU. He was at Mike, Indiana. Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Yeah. Is he still at TSU? No. no. no but, you, but you heard what he said. He said he would rather start with the HBCUs. He would rather mm-hmm. keep his career there because he's seen a demise of black coaches at these Big mm-hmm. Ten ACC schools. They don't love you. Where he's at now? I don't know where. Oh, I think he would know his son was at yeah, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. He because, Detroit. Yeah, his son, uh, his son was Yeah, him. Yeah, he, he saw the ball. Uh, yeah. He and Cynthia Cooper was there when I was there. 
uh, you know, so I think Cynthia went back to UCLA or UCLA or USC or something mm, like that. Okay. But mm, yeah, it, she had USC, USC, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's possible. And then even if, you know, you don't get, you know, big name coaches or coaches with that type of resume, if you don't get them there, we still got coaches around the city that 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 uh that come through high schools. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, Definitely uh, coach look Greg at the LeBron story. Yeah. With, yeah. With the with the with the coach that was just kind of the AAU coach and they brought him in because he he knew the kids. Yeah. You know, if you can coach basketball, let him do it. That's what that's my thing though. It's just it'll be hard for like the the HBCUs to keep a coach like that if they not like a coach uh Robinson uh or that standard to to have a legacy because they're going to want more. You mm-hmm. always see it. And it, we're in that generation where, rightfully so, you want more. So if you can get your name higher up, if you hot, you, you're not going to miss out on that money. And that's the thing with the HBCUs because you're not going to have that leader supplanted in that spot a, for them to stay there. It's a part of, like, I just pulled this up because I had to – I just thought about – and talked about the brand, so I know a few of the Adidas folks – and I text them, you dropped the ball again. So they did a a, a Harlem Renaissance tribute mm-hmm. in New York. Mm. And they talked about black players in Harlem mm. with the Globe Chart. Globe Chart started at Chicago High School. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and some, Phillips High School, that's what started Harlem Globe Charts, and they moved over to New York. So you can't tell a story, and you see, look at the schools they promoting for the Harlem Renaissance. Oh, wow. These are all white Adidas schools. Mm-hmm. Mm. Arizona State, North Carolina State, uh, Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Kansas. You can't talk about Saturday nights at the Renaissance Ballroom and highlight white schools. Yeah, man. So somebody got to take a stand of this shit. Mm-hmm. And this where you say, get all my HBCUs involved. Somebody that's Pharrell and Kanye got to step up to this plate. So if you got superstars Kanye. that can say, hey, we're going to go to these schools. Mm-hmm. Push your teeth. Trust me. Right. He's still with Adidas. Push your teeth. Yeah. yeah he's but still, he got new these kids out. will go to these schools because some of the best athletes are there. The NFL still, but they draft them between fourth through seventh round. All these fast cornerbacks and shit from Florida and North Carolina, yeah. they all from HBCUs. Mm-hmm. You look at they play in the league for nine to ten years. Mm-hmm. So if they all just say, you know what, let's go back and to keep planting the seed and growing it, it could happen. Yeah, for man, sure. Generally, really man, you got to crack a few eggs to make a, a big omelet. So, yeah. you know, you got to have those, got to have those sacrificial lambs, so to speak, to just kind of yeah. open the door for it. Make it a system where okay now th- this kid and this coach went this far in the in the yeah. NCAA tournament or they won it so okay oh man that's the new formula Boom. you gotta Let's do it do it at our HBC we can do it at Tech Southern PV does it now it's uh, gone it's going now you know what I'm saying like because how many last, kids captains doing the last that last HBCU uh, player drafted in the NBA was uh Buddy mm. uh with the dreads that was just on the Rockies. Um, Kenneth Fareed. Kenneth Fareed. Kenneth Fareed, mm-hmm. I Where believe. Where he went? He, uh, he went to... Uh, NC State? No, he went to... They were baby blue and yellow. He was killing mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Southern oh. or... Uh, was it Moore, Moore, uh, Morehouse? Morgan? Come on, Morgan uh, Law, our producer. He went, some, he went somewhere like that. Right. But um, um, what I was going to say is, like, in the NBA, that's rare. That's yeah. what I was getting to. In the field... It's so many people. Yes, yeah, you, know? like, you can you know do what it. I'm saying? So many opportunities for you to go through the HBCU route rather than the well, NBA. Well, that's, yeah. I agree with that. More head. 
But you gotta, more how, you gotta look at tripping. um. You seen Black Magic before? Uh, yeah, that, you that seen Black Magic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Magic should be on fucking primetime TV. That should be in the cinema. Talk about Erdo Perlman, well. I mean, the list goes on. Stephen A. Salem? had him as his number two black athlete uh, from HBCU ever. He had uh, black who Jesus, was number one. Uh, number one was uh, uh, fuck. Uh, I think he had McNair number one, didn't? Yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Steve McNair number mm-hmm. one. Avery Johnson was that play that yeah, song? Yeah. Uh, Fish played that Pine Bluff. So it's a lot of play. But if you had him, it's just like you forget about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's because Joe Dumas. It's not highlighted yeah. where it should be. So I think those are the, and it has like Jordan used to sponsor North Carolina A&T. Mm-hmm. But they used to have those leftover kids that couldn't go to Wake Forest, Carolina, Duke. They'd go there and they mm-hmm. would win it. So it's all about you got to get the right sponsor. So they not, they not jump in no more? No, nah, wow. no. Nah. But you got to go back to that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Jordan Pence ain't fuck them kids. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's, it's crazy because like I kind of seen some shit that, um, Cause of course on TV we like we we hear Mike isn't a good person. It's like yeah. you know, I I witnessed some shit like three different times. Like okay, this motherfucker is really the truth. The most black millionaires of any billionaire in the world is under Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan got two hundred twenty black millionaires under him. Yeah, you don't no, he get, do his shit. Yeah, he's just he, an asshole. It's like his delivery. He quiet about it, and yeah. he doesn't really talk. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like he's a. We got to get it done straight to the. He point. rather his. He rather he be. Exp- you know, seen as an asshole compared to that yeah, shit. Like, yeah. that shit is quiet compared to him, actually, the story right, of him yeah, being an asshole. Yeah, doing this shit. Like, I worked with his mom for, like, two weeks. Uh, they got this James Jordan Foundation. It's right past United Center. Mm-hmm. You could drive right past. You, you won't even know what's there. And I was asking her, like, what all of us were asked, like, why is this not, people don't know about this. You know what I mean? It's like, we, we keep this on the wraps because you got um, the government. Mm-hmm. Tried to do some stuff to Michael in 89 when he was helping all the kids out in the neighborhood, shoes and shit like that. Common, one of my favorite rappers, Common pretty much grew up under Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's one of his closest friends. But Jordan would like all the shoes and the jerseys, he would give it to all the kids in the neighborhood, go sell it. Mm-hmm. Make, you know, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of shit like that they were doing to empower the youth so they take out uh, battered women. Uh, families that was beaten down by drugs and stuff like that. Uh, literacy classes, financially, they do a lot of this shit mm-hmm. in this center that we know is you don't hear about mm-hmm. it, of course. And uh, I think it's a good thing that you don't hear about it because then it can be spoiled. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? For the people yeah. like that. I think we need more people doing the same thing to reach more communities out. But that shit was crazy. And then I was seeing he was taking everybody to California. Like when Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, that's how the relationship. Mm-hmm. He was taking them to California all the time. Come on, man, I gotta take you out the street so they can see some other shit. Mm-hmm. And just that, and those guys, you know, they had some wins and losses, but they had to learn through the way. But the sure. they were the first team. Was it Eddie Jones? Yeah, Quentin Eddie Richardson. Jones, they Michael got Philly. on. They told their story. Philly. They got on because they was uh in the process of going to N one, and then uh they were playing pickup against him, and he was like, "Man, take this shit off. I'm gonna have y'all all right." And gave him all the joy and signed him, signed him there, yeah. like on that spot. That's crazy. That's Look at Finley, man. Finley been fucking with Jordan. I think he was eighth or ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Like this is Michael Jordan. This is mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just seeing Mike and shit, shit is crazy. This mm-hmm. dude, but he can make some moves for the people. I think it's just, it's so low key, man. But we gotta find a way to be dominant like that. That shit that Beyonce did with the band. 
Look at fire. How, look yeah. how that shit took fire. Oh, Everyone her on the Emmys. Everybody wants to do that <laughs> shit. Now. They, 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 they hugged her on the Emmys. Oh, they with gave, the Taylor Swift shit. They gave the. I car- seen that part. No, they no they to Emmys. So they remember her Netflix thing. Right, mm-hmm. remember that right. Uh, they they didn't. They gave the uh, what's who's the guy that do the car karaoke? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh, the they, fat guy. She, he won over her for the. He won. There's no uh, way. I mean, that ain't no oh, loss man. in this. I yeah. mean, it sucks, it's not, I, but, but it ain't just no like, loss. Clearly, like. Come on, man! Like that Netflix special was the shit. Like that whole little yeah, bro. Seeing somebody like Beyonce perform or do anything, you can't. Even if you a man, you'll be like, yeah, I saw her. Yeah, she's true. I still got the picture. We'll post it up on the part. I mean, on the Instagram shit. My dad, nigga, during the Super Bowl, almost got a Kool Aid container thrown at him because because <laughs> it was during the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's sitting like a TV right here. He's sitting like right next to it, and she was like, "I want y'all to put y'all hands up," and then you know, pointing to me and all that stuff. Nigga, my dad sitting right there, nigga, and did this shit. <laughs> nigga, my mama looked at him like, "What the hell?" I got the picture to this day. For real, one of the funniest pictures. Hey. It's him watching it. You see her, and he's just doing this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said, yo, and she was like, "I've been out." Throw this container oh, well, for I real. Said, Yo, uh, this Matthew nigga Knowles, wow. he taught at TSU. I think he's still there. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he was saying, like, uh, see, I, I tell my daughters this all the time. You know, you gotta get the crowd involved and make them do what you want them to do because they'll do it. And he like tried to make us all stand up and like put our hands up. I was like, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I think with her just paying attention again, like the Tina Turner, like people that came before her. Yeah, for sure. Tina Turner, I think that was like. Probably her best, probably her best inspiration to draw in a crowd now because that was all like organic shit they were doing. It wasn't on stage. It was like a, a constant flow of good, good fans, and it's like now everything is like a facade mm-hmm. yep. in the industry. Now it's it's like it's just super fake, and it's like what do what can we do to bring it back? You go to a concert, everyone got their phones mm-hmm. and shit record. Like who is gonna enjoy? Yeah, I enjoy this the moment. shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Just enjoy the moment. Like when Bruno Mars did that BT shit, and then uh, hey, he, he a was good performer. Like, he bro. was like, you know, look, y'all got your phones out. We on television. You gonna be able to see this again. Like, yeah. And then he was like, "I'm gonna give you some record." Then he started going this little thing again. I thought that shit was so dope for him to say that shit. But yeah, everybody. Like I go to. Uh, I mean, I did it sometimes, but it's like everybody just going record that whole the entire time. The entire and it time. It just takes bro. away from the yeah, shit. Bro. Yeah, you in the nosebleeds and record. <laughs> like my nigga, we know. Just acknowledge Zoom, that you're they there. Zoomed in. And then that's good. You know what nah, man? but it's like going to those those main concerts, like a Drake or a Hove concert. Everybody do got their phone out. But if you go to like a, um, I think Frankie Beverly and Maze is coming at the beginning of uh, October. I told my girl, yo, we're going to check that out. I think it's like Frankie, Beverly, <laughs> yeah. Kim. Uh, some, it, nah, I said it's outside, the pavilion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, last year we went and seen Joe and mm. uh, John B. Stuff like that, it's more chill. You can really like sit back, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Your phone ain't in your hand. You could really put it in your pocket. And I think that, that that's a loss. That's a lost thing, especially yeah. if you're in a relationship. We went to that Toby. Uh, Toby had a... Um had a little like a, a, a what you call it like a panel uh talk, a conversation but mm-hmm. he he did he, he had paul wall and they did a new video a new song and they was they was showcasing it to us before they put it out the next mm-hmm. day and it was like and he was like man hey i know y'all want to record shit 
Like, man, put your phones up. Yeah, like, man. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like, I will come around and see. But it's it just, it's crazy how somebody got to tell you the obvious. Like, man, yeah. know, we're yeah. showing y'all this beforehand. Yeah. Just put your phone. Just put your I like. Up. I, I I fuck with Toby. That's yeah, actually man, one of cool. my homies. You know what I mean? He but cool. he is like, I think he could take Houston to the next level because he's here. Yeah. Yeah. In Houston. Yeah. He's very. He's accessible. not moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's here and he's in tune with with the the, the next wave of the people. And he's our age. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is. So he can attest to like all the generations and everything like mm. that. It's that bridge. You know. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think you know going back into it, you need to have more artists that are willing to go because you capitalize on black dollar. Mm-hmm. So go back to the, to the HBCU to perform. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Well, I mean, speaking of recording, so we got the two kids that um, that uh, was in the high school with the the white kid, and they mm-hmm. openly talked about how they was laughing at them too, but they felt bad, and then they wanted to you know. Yeah. You know, do something nice for them, so they got them some shoes and clothes and stuff. That that segue you just did right there, dope. you 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 like the black field Donahue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my I'm trying to hey, get my LP. That was fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. I peeped it, bro. I'm looking at LP, man. I'm feeling it, bro. That was nice, bro. But nah, but go ahead. So they um they um you know they they did the shoes for the guy. Now what he said on the Ellen show was that. They didn't record it. They didn't plan it. Someone else recorded it. But, you know, he sent it to him. Then he posted it on his Facebook. Yeah. But what I was getting into is just like it's almost a common thing now that everybody got to record something to, you know, prove that they done something nice. Yeah. And I've done it before, like just on some random shit. Like I was already, you know, I would always record myself either freestyling or For like sure. singing something in the car. And then... While in the midst of doing it, I gave, you know, a dollar or something to a homeless guy. And then I have him, like, you know, saying with me or some shit like that. Right, right, right. Your business. Just yeah. Lighten up your mood. You know, right. Yeah, up, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, but then, like, even in the midst of doing that, I was like, man, fuck that. I'm not doing that shit no more. Yeah. Because I thought that shit, I, like, when I sat down, I was like, nah, I'm not doing I'm not going that route. But it's 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 almost common now where people feel like they obligated to do something nice in order to get the you know the praises for it oh man, yeah, man. You, you so thorough for doing this your likes and all this shit i feel like that shit is just corny now for those kids shout out to them you know mm-hmm. they had will smith come out or uh, they got on the ellen show all three of the boys yeah uh, they got ten thousand black kids each. too right two black kids and the white kid was the guy that got all the shoes and okay stuff. Gotcha. so will smith got them uh ten thousand dollars each they um they uh they got uh uh, new balance stuff. Yeah. They got new balances, and then uh, they go to like an MLK school, so it's like a charter school. Yeah. So Will Smith set it up with the principals and got all the kids at that school uh, shoes and stuff yeah. too. Right, but I fine. feel like at the end of the day too, even though that's cool, nowadays they gonna, you know, you gonna have people trying to get that route, trying to end up on right. Ellen the, show. The best genuine uh, story like that that came out that I saw that I was like, okay, now that's very genuine. When them two kids was about to fight in the street, and the dude walked up and was like, right. "Man, what y'all? What, look at, look at right. y'all partners recording y'all. Yeah. Like, what y'all doing?" That was the that oh, was yeah, that was good. The, yeah, that was like the most genuine one I've ever seen. Yeah, but that's that's the OG in the neighborhood. Yeah, a real one that said no. Yeah, I yeah. done seen he done probably got locked up. Yeah, how many times? Yeah, so I can tell you, man, y'all going to the wrong. Y'all going down the wrong way. Yeah, you man. know what I mean. I gotta correct this from happening again. 
That's why you, when you said the social media need to crash, shit. Sometimes uh, somebody like feels right, like shit, like that shit be fucking things up. Now yeah. people making money off their social media, like Ha Ha Davis and all that stuff. All power to them because they being them genuine selves and they getting their bread. But like the people that's just force feeding that shit, and yeah. you know, you yeah. got the plants, and you know, you got other people that do all that shit. That shit is corny. As I fuck. did a, a charity event with my friend uh, Corey um, last year sometime, and I played against this kid. Uh, it was at Wheatley High School in Fifth Ward, and uh, he took notice to me or whatever. And uh, I seen him last night, and uh, he came up to me, man. He was like, "Oh man, you changed your hair, or whatever." He was like, "Man, I thought that was you." I don't know. I don't know how old this kid is. He could be 19. He could be 20. I, I don't know how old he is. But uh, I pay attention to everybody's shoes. I'm just into sneakers, bro. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I seen his sneakers was kind of busted. And I had some uh, James Harden's um, that I had on. I was like, I'm going to give them to him. Because he came up to me. He was like, man, you always got the cool shoes. I was like, I'm going to have something for you, bro, uh, after the game. Just me and him. I'm not gonna record me giving this man yeah, no shoes. Nah. I got so many shoes, bro. I don't. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't do anything to seek anybody else's approval. I do this from the kindness of my heart. So after the game, just so I wouldn't make it noticeable, I just kind of gave him dab and kind of stuffed them in my. You know what I'm saying? Here you go, bro. He was like. Now, naturally, that makes you feel good, though. It does. It Any does. person, it, it fills you up. Yeah. When it's it genuine, you, it makes yeah. you feel good. Yeah. It was, it was good, it's, man. It's, it's I do good, that a lot, Yeah, man. it's a good exchange of gratitude. It is, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, you don't have to You don't have to share that with the world. I had someone, yeah. um, it was just, it's, he, dude had one arm yeah. on Will, Chris, and Murphy. Uh, when I was working my other job on Southwest at the time, I used to always... Uh, no, matter of fact, I was at the job I was at now, but my my uh, GSA, my government car, mm-hmm. was over there. So I would drop it off and take my car and go home. Yeah. So he was he was always in the street looking, trying to get money and stuff, but he'd be barefoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Crucial, so man. I gave dude a bag of clothes. He wore the same clothes every day. I gave dude a bag of clothes. I gave dude two pair of fly knits. And then I seen him the next week. Buddy was still barefoot, <laughs> and I said, "Yo, what happened to the shoes I gave you?" Yeah. Oh man, I smoked that. I said, "God damn!" Well, yeah, you, man, you, you just give it, just give it, and, and let them do whatever. You did your job. Yeah. You did your job. Yeah. I said, "God damn, Mike, man. I know you. I know definitely, bro. You, you just kind-hearted person. So, uh, tell us about some things that you've done." Oh man, I got uh, in trouble. For the shit I done, yeah. <laughs> numbers of times I um I get promo stuff from a few of the brands and shit I get that shit out. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? I have a ton of shoes. Um, and the kids need it more than we do. Yeah, yeah. one of the kids he's smart and he sold a pair. Mm-hmm. You know, at for two thousand a promo shoe. Come yeah, on, man. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't be mad. Shorty for doing it. No, I mean? like I can't. You know what I mean? But it's like, man, we just saw a shoe that we gave. So I like, man, I gave them to a bunch of kids. I had no idea what they did. You know, because some of the stuff had different labels on it with the One NBA them, like, they and got shit the like promos, that. They got the promo yeah, samples, samples and stuff. It. And um, so that, so even to this day, like I guess the dealers and stuff, and I tell them like, look, this stuff is going to the kids in neighborhoods that need it the most. Um, Kanye had a plan, and it was something I thought that all of uh, the original sneaker uh, collectors in Chicago that we was all gonna follow suit, but it didn't happen. But his plan was to have all the CPS at Chicago public schools 
to have all the kids wearing Yeezys. Mm. The anti-bullying thing that go on. But so he bumped heads, of course, with CPS and the system and things like that. Where it didn't go through. Mm. Um, I thought that would that could have been huge. That would have been dope because it would have protected a lot of kids from bullying that goes on. The stuff we just saw with the recording, yeah, yeah. things like that. But. Me just just doing stuff. For, I'm all about the kids in the community because we're getting older. Who is gonna take care of us? When you when you really think about it. Yeah. So I've always been that. My grandfather he was really big in the community, just doing shit. I would see him play the lottery, and he'll win like four or five thousand. You know what I mean? And he'll spend like he'll spend that shit. I'm like the fuck. You know what I mean? Like he just say, like, man, you gotta take care of your people. He said, when I was 13, 14, I was making twenty grand a week with the lottery the number system was really mm -hmm. big exactly. that's how the gambling started in chicago with the policy numbers mm -hmm. yeah so he said we, we we learned to always take care of our people mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i kind of learned that from him growing up we do like the food drives we got a big uh winter drive coming you know it gets so cold there. So and socks stuff. and coats and hats so you all know anybody i'll send you the address to send it to um to the we, we get everything sent to fedex so it's you know, secure, mm -hmm. so yeah. no one steals it, whatever it is. Like that, mm -hmm. we pick it up and we just we're gonna do a big event. You know, with mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, we plug in everything. Now we we locked in with yeah. everything that you're doing, yeah. so we so. gonna be plugging in for real. Yeah, definitely. Good. Good. But man, law, where we at, man? This was a long one. Well, okay, we right, we right on schedule. Yeah, yeah we don't want to keep you uh, too long, but uh, just you know, real briefly, just kind of. I know we postponed the whole weekend or whatever, but mm. you know, just let people know where they can find you and uh, what they can do to further the, the cause. Yeah, man, we can um, just go Instagram. We have uh, Run From Prostate Cancer. That's the Instagram handle. Um, website is um, runfromprostatecancer.com. So we're gonna update some stuff. We did some stuff for Lusters as well. So we're working on doing a, um, a barbershop pop-up tour. And I was talking to Phil about that. We're bringing you all on doing a podcast that mm -hmm. uh, we well, know about Lusters. It's black owned. Uh, they're from Chicago. The, mm -hmm. the, the, the products, the pink oil. Mm -hmm. and yeah. They got the beard stuff and things like that. So I said, let's be innovative with them and then bring my group of guys. We could have a prostate cancer discussion, uh, be innovative with Q&A business, live feed conversation. Um, black men get to know each other in a room full of business. So we have vendors at our mm -hmm. events there, so all the money is circulating mm -hmm. in the months where the word is getting out, spread more awareness. That's love. We got so. a black uh, uh, a guy that I know that does his uh, his uh, beard products too, named Velvet Noir out of Louisiana. Okay, so black you gotta on. get him involved. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we are rather, I would rather have him meet with lusters. who yeah. been around since the '60s. Yeah, yeah. opposed to meeting with you know mm -hmm. some. Somebody's gonna yeah. buy them out and yeah. get rid of them. All that yeah. shit, Sally's. Yeah, that look like black products. Right, that exactly, yeah. So that's right. the type of thing we're bringing people together where they can, he can give him game on how to last in this industry. Yeah. So that's what we're working on doing that now. But like, we still gonna go as plan do a podcast there uh, when we have the run. I think it's needed for you know for us to grow because mm. we're gonna do it in Houston every year. Um, it's the largest medical district, you know, yeah. in America, and they need to hear our voices. And yep. to see men that are actually doing a bunch of positive things, you know, besides rapping and, mm -hmm. and sports. They think that's the only thing that we actually, you know, we have and we have so much more to it. Mm. And you it was know? a free register. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it's, it's, it's free, free man. And yeah. this, this stuff is like, we're not making no money off this shit. 
it's straight like stuff came out of my pocket. I had honestly, I had local black sponsors in, from the neighborhood said, "Man, we behind you." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I appreciate that more than like a, a, a gigantic spot where you only could do this, you could do this, you could do that. So that um, and just getting more kids involved, um, mm-hmm. getting the community centers, the churches, the mosque. Everyone involved is the, the, the education is here. So check check us out um, on the website runforprostatecancer.com. We're working on opening our prostate cancer center mm. in 2021. So we're doing a big fundraiser coming up this fall to get one open, going to one south, one east, one west. Mm. That's how we're going to be able to cover ground. Mm-hmm. Not just a regular center. We're just going to get checked out, but... I can go talk to the fellas about yeah. issues I'm having and a workout facility as well too mm-hmm. to keep my mental. So oh, man. that's yeah, you, bro. That's Absolutely, Mike, you, you you ill for that, bro. Real yeah, talk. Man. We'll end it on that positive note. Uh, this episode sixty two. Yeah, what you call it? Telemundo. We appreciate Mike, man. We yeah, uh, man. yeah, we out. Shot Town's finest. Beach. We out. Crack in the kitchen, the raw's on the floor.